no matter how many are in the audience you play, like it's Shea Stadium. You give mm-hmm. it your all. A podcast about the largest Beatles music festival in the U.S., Abbey Road on the River, celebrating our 20th anniversary, May 26th to 30th, 2022. I'm Melissa, one of the organizers of the festival, and I'll be talking about all things Abbey Road on the River, held every Memorial Day weekend in Jeffersonville, Indiana. Whether you're new to Abbey Road on the River or you're a festival regular, if you love the Beatles as much as we do, you're in the right place. This is Something Will Happen. Something Will Happen. Let's get started. Thanks, Peter, for joining me on the podcast today. Well, thank you, Melissa, for having me. This is great. This is getting me out of shovel in the driveway. <laughs> there we go. Yep. Podcast, getting people, getting people out of the winter doldrums. Yeah. So today I'm joined by with Peter Conrad. I should say who you are for people who don't know. I feel like everyone probably knows you, though, because you've been coming to Abbey Road on the River since the very first one in Cleveland in 2002, which is Correct. awesome. Yes. I don't very know first. many other bands who can say that. So I, I can say that I am the only artist consecutively. I've never dropped out. Consecutive, yeah, you've never taken yeah. a year off. Mm-hmm. I've never, well, I guess I took a year off in 2020. <laughs> I guess we all did, yeah. <laughs> there we go. Um, but yeah, I was looking at your uh, biography that we have on the website, and most of your Abbey Road on the River um, shows and solo shows, you do a lot uh, about George Harrison. Yeah. You're one of the main contributing or organizers of the traveling Wilburys when we, or the Wilbury connection, I should say, Wilbury not the traveling, yeah. <laughs> yes, the Wilbury Copyright. connection, Copyright. <laughs> yes, a tribute yeah. to the traveling Wilburys, um, and you even last year yeah, put on a big last. show for George's great album, oh, yeah. All Things yeah. Must Pass. That was, uh, that was a highlight for me at, at Abbey Road on the River, that was very important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so tell me about um, how you got into coming to Abbey Road on the River. Give us a little background on how you got I've into the festival. Been, I've always been a huge George Harrison fan from, from the first time I saw him. I'm always drawn to the dark horse, I guess, if you will. Right. And when he passed away, uh, I was really sad. I cried when John mm-hmm. died, but when George, I was so moved. Uh, we were watching the news and there were all these reports, CNN, MSM, you name it. Everyone had a common theme on the banner going across the bottom, which was Goodbye, George. I was sitting on the couch with my guitar, and I began strumming idly. And honestly, all the words came at one time, which has never wow. happened since. Wow. I get a little choked up. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so I, anyway, I went on and I recorded this song. It's George's words, not mine. I just rearranged them. And yeah. I recorded it and I was running an open mic and someone came in and said, you need to send that song up to Cleveland. There's going to be a big Beatle fest. Okay. So this was in November of 2001, you're saying, because that's when George passed away. No, this would have been in... Uh, uh, over around um, February or March oh, okay. of 2001. The first okay. one was in August. Oh, right. 
And uh, Gary was in touch with me early. I, so I sent him my song. I just wanted to be in the, the contest <laughs> and meet Louise. That's all I wanted to do. Oh, yeah, because Louise me, was that first year. He called me uh, and we spoke. And I said, like a naive little kid, I just want to be in the contest and meet Louise if possible. And he said, I guarantee you'll do all those things. And oh. I'm going to give you your own spot. Wow. And then as the time went on, it was going to be a tribute to George with all the Georges from all the Beatle bands coming up, backed mm -hmm. by All You Need Is Love, some in costume, some not. We honored Louise. I had the privilege of singing my song to open it. Oh, wow. With, uh, with All You Need Is Love backing me up. Wow, so. that's amazing. Getting emotional again, sorry. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> yeah, okay. So that's... So after that, you know, I, every year, you know, I'd, uh, Uncle Gary, can I, can I come back? Can I come back? And of yeah. course I did, year after year, and then became traveling Beetleberries. That involved in the Wilbury Connection and the Midnight Shows and meeting all these fabulous people from all over the world. Yeah. All these, all these friends that we have internationally. I just love it. Yeah. Yeah, you've, you've met all the musicians who've come the whole, <laughs> yeah, over all the yeah. years. It's like thousands yeah. of musicians. Yeah. Uh, my wife and I were in Scotland one year uh, with Ichiku Park playing Beatle trivia in, mm -hmm. in Scotland. And we were saying, isn't it amazing that because of one band, here we are sitting at a kitchen table playing Beatle Trivial Pursuit. And all also because we went to Abbey Road on the river. It's yeah. just, you know, it's amazing that the Beatles, Abbey Road, the world, the yeah. universe. Yeah, it is. It is quite incredible. The connections that yeah. have been made. Yeah. That you never would have made anywhere else. No, no, absolutely not. You know, I my my big story that I, I tell is that. Uh, on uh, Sunday night, on, no, on Friday night, I was on stage in front of about uh, 5,000 people back by All You Need Is Love singing my song. And then uh, the next night, I'm back in Columbus playing in front of 10 people. <laughs> right. So, and then cutting the grass the next day. So, right. for, I got my Andy Warhol 15 minutes of fame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds about like the life oh, of a musician. Yeah. <laughs> Never yeah. know the audiences you're going to get and then you're cutting the Oh, grass. no, no, you don't. Still living you life. Don't, but, you, you, but no matter how many are in the audience you play, like it's Shea Stadium. You give mm -hmm. it your all. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, since you are such a lover of George and his birthday is coming up, um, I was wondering if you could and all the tributes that you've done to him over the years. It's kind of mm -hmm. incredible. Are there any tributes that stand out to you or like any memories from Abbey Road that are memories from concerts you've done besides this one? I guess that's the big one <laughs> when you say. Well, um, yeah. Oh yeah. There is uh, there's a couple of, um, when I've done goodbye George, either by myself or with the Beetleberries, I've had people, weep mm. and cry yeah and then it's hard for me to <clears throat> keep it together you know right and it's because the power of that song has touched people 
and that's what I like to do. And yeah. uh, just this past year, um, and when I, I, I don't know 2019 from 2021 anymore, but the Obviously. last Abbey Road that we did, I did a song I wrote on my last CD that no one had heard yet, uh, except maybe someone that might have downloaded it. Mm-hmm. And there was, it was about our cat. <laughs> and there was a gal in front of me singing every word back to me. Really? <laughs> Yeah, 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 and that's uh, awesome. That's powerful. So those are not so much Beatle related, but for my, for me, you know, those are really something. Yeah, when you see your music touching yeah. people in the audience, yeah. and they already have been affected by it, and yeah, oh my gosh, to see you someone know. sing along with your song, I bet that is a really incredible. Like, wow, they know the lyrics. Like that's yeah. Oh, it it. Yeah, yeah. And then and then she came up afterwards. She said, I love your song. I love your kitty cat song. <laughs> she knew, you know, it wasn't the Beatles song. It was my song. So yeah. that was powerful. Yeah. And then I've got a lot of private memories of have, you know, after hours with people I never thought I'd ever rub elbows with, you know, members of Wings, mm-hmm. uh, Jeff Emmerich. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to just keep those to myself. Yeah, but just being, yeah. as you said but, before. But to be the, able to have done that, you know. And mm-hmm. Wow, you know, who would have thought, you know, all those years ago, <laughs> first seeing the Beatles, that I know people that knew them, know their relatives, and actually be able to say, I can call some of them friends. Wow. Yeah, yeah. it and, is amazing. And all, again, all because of one little band, and one little festival, this little stepping stones, just mm-hmm. amazing, just yeah, amazing. It really is. Yeah. So the song you wrote when you were so inspired by George Harrison's passing mm-hmm. is called Goodbye, George, right? Correct. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that you said you wrote that in February after he passed. No, no, no. I, I wrote, wrote that the day died, of he, he passed away November 29th or 30th, November 29th. Yeah. Okay. I wrote it December the 1st. I recorded okay. it in March. I recorded it. In March. Oh, got you. Okay. Yeah. December the 1st, I'm watching CNN. I've got the sound off mm. and I'm flipping the channels. And again, that banner across the bottom. Goodbye, George. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. it was that close. And I really feel like the spirit of George like, handed me those lyrics. Yeah. I rearranged them because they're mainly his words. I just stack them. But uh, it's it's opened so many doors. You know, Abbey Road on the River. My wife and I are honored to have, say, Louise is a close friend. And although I've not spoken with her in several years. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's this song has sent me around the world. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I played a, in front of a sold out theater in glasgow scotland opening for itchy park wow and uh, i opened for the pete best band in 2008 benton Illinois, where george visited so right. just from that song just that song mm-hmm. it's amazing the power of music it really is yeah yeah, yeah. and the power of george <laughs> just his well and the power life of and george. legacy yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah. For yeah, anyone who so. may not know about, I'm assuming most people listening to the podcast know about George, but um, 
let's maybe we should talk about like who George was as a person and like how his songwriting style kind of developed. Um, can you speak to George's life? I, 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 yeah, you know, and from my my point of view and everything I've read and, and mm -hmm. knowing a few folks, he fell in love with rock and roll like everybody did. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, I want to start earlier than that. There, there's a, a book he's got where he said when he's when his mother Louise was pregnant with him, mm -hmm. she listened to Indian music on the radio. Really? Yes, yes. She listened to oh. Indian music from an Indian station because that's what she loved. Mm -hmm. uh, and he, he feels that that's why his love for Indian music came later. Interesting. So uh, started in the womb. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and and so he became, you know, rock and roll, fan of rock and roll and Elvis and over in there in England, of course, the Teddy Boys and the Skiffle and the hair all, as they say, quaffed up mm -hmm. with Brill Cream. And uh, he started, he got an old beat up guitar and was learning songs like um, Jimmy Rogers is what he says in anthology, which was a huge mm -hmm. influence on me with uh, Froggy Wanna Courtin'. I don't know <laughs> why, but that song's important to me. It was Jimmy Rogers. And oh, then he went on you know, rock and roll and Lead Belly. And, uh, and then, of course, Carl Perkins. And he and Paul were friends. Mm -hmm. And then they found out that each played guitar. And they kind of jammed a little bit. Uh, and then, of course, Paul met and some other guy at some fet somewhere. Can't think of his name, but he was someone. <laughs> yeah. And then later they brought George in, you know, and uh, of course, George was the better guitar player between the two of them. Mm -hmm. So history goes on and the Hamburg and everything. And George is singing in the background. Sing he sang a lot of lead in the early days in Hamburg. Uh, he, if you listen to the Hamburg album uh, from 1960, he's singing lead on about 10 tracks. Uh, but then uh, I guess he was presenting songs to John and Paul and they were shooting them down. And, and as George famously says in anthology, he had to finally come up with a song that was worthy to fit alongside all their wondrous hits. <laughs> and that was Don't Bother Me. Mm -hmm. uh, which for some reason he was embarrassed by uh, oh, late, really? later in life. Yeah, he mm -hmm. thinks that, you know, it was a terrible song. I happen to love it. And it kind of tells you who he was. You know, he didn't <laughs> like fame, accepted yeah. it. But, uh, you know, uh, stay away. Stay I away. Thought that Don't song bother came me. Keep when, people. Yeah. I thought that song came when the reporters were asking him when he was going to write a song and he was just like, eh, stop asking. Well, me that. that, yeah, that, 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 that is exactly right. And he also wrote it when he had the, uh, the famous bronchitis during, uh, uh, the Ed Sullivan show, I think it was. Mm. So, uh, and then there was not another George song that was 63 for England, 64 for us. Wasn't another George song till 1965, mm. which was then um, I Need You. Mm -hmm. I Need You by of George Edison yeah. uh, off of Hell. Uh, although he wrote a song uh, called uh, you, you Know What to Do that was rejected. Yeah. 
And I've done that at Abbey Road a few times. Yeah, uh, it's, like it's, it's not. Yeah, I like that one too. And then the following year, 66, two songs, two songs. Two it was more. If I Needed Someone and, uh, well, I don't have my catalog in front of me, so I'm going <laughs> to get busted here. But he had two songs, a tax man, tax man. Oh, and if course. I needed someone mm-hmm. and then love you too. And all of a sudden John and Paul had to set up and say, Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's bringing songs to us worthy of our wondrous hits. Mm-hmm. And then of course, 67 within you, without you, you know, and uh, I, I'll have to admit he kind of lost me with that. With uh, and that particular with the song? Indian and the spiritual and the Hindu and the Krishna Krishna. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was a teenager. Yeah. I wasn't getting it. I wasn't. I was 16 and uh, kind of scared me, to be honest. Ah, uh, and when his solo career came and he was doing all his songs about religion and I was thinking, come on, man, rock, let's rock. <laughs> right. Now, in hindsight, I wish I'd paid so much more attention then, hmm. but because now I embrace that and I love it all. Right. You know, so. I mean, it's so a more mature the, uh, kind of music. Yeah. 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 In the, in the uh, 67 period, he quit playing guitar. And oh. he only concentrated on Indian music. That's why you hear a lot of Paul playing leads on Sergeant Pepper. Hmm. George was not interested in the electric guitar. Okay, he was up, he was and, learning more uh, instruments. He learning his other instruments and and pursuing his path and the spirituality, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, then of course they he introduced the Beatles to the Maharishi. Maharishi led the going to India. India led to the fabulous White Album, nineteen sixty eight. Mm-hmm. And if you've got the 50th anniversary, all those fabulous Escher demos. Right. Which I love is just the three of them, you know, just riffing on these songs. That's, yeah. That's so great. And then I that's when he was getting through that. Yeah. Oh, I do too. Uh, I remember I used to uh, tape the Lost Lennon tapes every Sunday morning on a radio show here in Columbus. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, beautiful downtown Wilbury. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, so my clock radio went off and I heard revolution, but it was revolution from the Escher demos. And I'm hearing this back in 1986 hmm. and my eyes were as big as saucers. What is that? <laughs> so it's great to get that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But then around that time, George also hung out with Bob Dylan and the band. God was getting more into the acoustic. That's where he got back into playing guitar. Mm. And he took all that back to Abbey Road, and uh, it wasn't his liking, you know, and the, the end of the White Album, Let It Be, and he quit, of course. Yeah. And, uh, and, and then when he comes back, what's he come back with? Here comes the sun and something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> amazing well it goes back to don't bother me you know don't bother me and i'll write you a song and maybe he needs that creative space to do that and then and then from abbey road and let it be that takes you into all things must pass (laughs) majority of those songs could have been beatles songs yeah 
Exactly. And that's pretty amazing, you know, and then the whole rest of the career of his yeah. that I just, I just absolutely loved and I always have, always have and always will. Yeah. I, in, when I do my shows, uh, as everyone knows, I don't try to be George. I don't try to imitate. I just right. like to be me and let that spirit come through me. And mm -hmm. But you play his songs authentically. You don't put your own spin on his Music no, I, I think I put my own spin on them. I yeah. don't do them perfect. I, I kind of play them my own way. You know? yeah. yeah. There might be a few like, here comes the sun. You got to you got to deliver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, but there, there's a few others that I sometimes put my own spin on just a little bit, but not sure. a lot. Not a lot. Yeah. No. So so that ends my discourse on George Harrison one on one for today. <laughs> there we go. A good lesson <laughs> on George's life. Well, you did a very good, uh, concise job of explaining, you know, his whole kind of his yeah. essence, you know, I could go on and on. But I think that's a, a, a good enough summary right there. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, I also loved how George was so um, philanthropic you know he kind of with his concert for bangladesh and he started yeah. to give back in his solo years too right right um what do you think um what is your favorite song or favorite thing about george i mean i or you know quality if you i know you love george overall but is there anything like that sticks out to you that you want to like point out slide guitar first and foremost ah. the sound of it the soul of it the depth and beauty of it and i've i've watched programs of other musicians talk about that that mm -hmm. that no one has that touch and if you listen to a record there was a belinda carlisle record that he wasn't credited on oh you hear the slide guitar. It's George Harrison. <laughs> really? <laughs> so, so that. that that first for me is is that. Yeah. When did he get into slide guitar? Uh, he got into slide guitar in 1969 when he went on tour with Delaney and Bond. Oh. <laughs> and he okay. replaced Dave Mason. Dave Mason played slide on a song called "Coming Home." It's just three notes mm -hmm. that they told Delaney told George, "You have to play the slide." Okay. And he, and he did. And then he came back and wow. Yeah. And uh, in the 1970, as coincidence would have it, I, uh, I cut this finger very badly. Your first very, very, index very, finger. very, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. my, my index finger very, very badly and had to have the tip of it sewn back on. Oof. Ouch. I couldn't play guitar. I had a and Dick Cavett was on and there was Gary Wright was on. Oh, and Gary Wright did a song called Two-Faced Man. Mm. And in the background, sitting on an amp in a jean jacket and jeans <laughs> was was George Harrison with no microphone playing slide guitar on that song. Wow. And I went and I got one of my mom's lipstick cases that fit on my <laughs> little finger. Oh, sure. And I became yeah. a slide player. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Because that's that, all you that's could a, do at that time. Yeah. And that's a great clip for anyone that loves George. Look that up because he's, he's, he doesn't come forward. He's just in the back playing slide for Gary. That's it. Mm -hmm. Wow. It's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, my favorite song, I usually say what day of the week is it? 
but uh, my personal favorite George song is Any Road. Any Road. Any Road will take you there. Mm -hmm. And I like that because it encompasses uh, my my beliefs, you know, be a good person, peace and love. Any Road's going to get you where you need to be. So. Mm Yeah, it is such a good anthem on life and just enjoying the journey, you know, any road's going to get you to wherever you need to go. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, look at that. Any any road led me from an open mic to Cleveland, Ohio, Mm -hmm. to Canada, to Scotland. uh, Mm -hmm. Any road will take you there to Louisville, to Jeffersonville now. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's Jeffersonville to Scranton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Um, well, that's great. I love I love talking about George. He he's was always my first favorite Beatle. I mean, I think a lot of like my Beatle, my favorite Beatle has changed over the years, but when I first got into the Beatles, it was always George. And then I think it's kind of changed over to John. And mm-hmm. sometimes it's like a little Paul when I find like some album I've never heard before. Um, but George was always my first favorite. <laughs> I, I think we all kind of are our pendulum swing a little bit, yeah. you know, you know, Paul comes out with something new. So you're kind of really paying yeah. attention and and then George's estate put something out. Oh, while you're paying attention. And mm-hmm. We need Ringo to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love Ringo. I, I love Ringo too. Yeah. I'll, I'll get into Ringo every once in a while. I, I did. I did an all Ringo solo show a few years ago and I'll never do it again. <laughs> really? What, it yeah, went that badly or? <laughs> well, I, I, I foolishly, I wanted to do, I wanted the highlights. He's done some great solo songs that weren't hits. Yeah. And I foolishly tried to do those. And mm-hmm. you live and learn, you live and learn. <laughs> so I learned that one the hard way. Yeah. Die hard Beatle fans aren't necessarily going to want to hear the deep cut from Ringo's. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> that seems to be the so way it goes. I, I know that people want to hear the hits. I get Yeah. That. It's like we love Ringo, but maybe not all his solo music. <laughs> you know, as, as a musician and as all of us, you know, we all want to stretch ourselves sometimes, you know, and like yeah. every year when our event's coming up, you know, well, what hasn't anybody done? What hasn't yeah. anybody done? Yeah. You know, what hasn't been done yet? Mm-hmm. It's good to you look know. for those little, little mm-hmm. bits that, mm-hmm. especially like hardcore Beatle fans will appreciate or maybe not know about that you can surprise them with. That, that's that's how the uh, the traveling Beetleberries came about. Yeah. Uh, in the early days of, of Abbey Road, uh, 2001 through say five, um, people weren't doing handle with care much, hardly at all. Mm. Um, and I was in another band called two of us, Sam Pellegrino and Kenny Volb. Uh, they were a duo and I was a single, they were doing it and I was doing it. So we'd occasionally sit in on each other. Mm-hmm. And then one year we found ourselves billed as a trio. <laughs> Mm. so we we did the trio and during one of our shows um suddenly someone started playing drums behind us at the pool mm. and phil baruby started playing bass we never met phil never met him never met this drummer 
Mm. And we were doing uh, George traveling Willberries. We were doing Roy Orbison. We were doing Tom. Mm-hmm. And that's when uh, Gary then said to me uh, that during the between the two festivals, if you can put a band together like that, I'll book you as a band. And uh, yeah, and I said, cool. He said, what would you call yourselves? And I never thought it out. I, I just blurted out traveling Beetleberries. Mm-hmm. It's a that good day. way we could do. We could do Wilburys, we could do Beatles, we could do the solo things. And, and then, of course, that morphed into Wilbury Connection also. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice little, little thing. Yeah, yeah. And that, that gives you so much, so many songs to do from all, everyone in the Traveling Wilburys and all their solo careers. Right, and <laughs> right. So that's but, great. But, and that's but all the songs people want to hear. About, about about 2008, then all of a sudden everybody was handled with care, and then and then, then mm-hmm. there were more, <laughs> more Wilbury bands, and that's great. That's great, you know. Yeah. That idea hadn't been tapped in the early days, mm-hmm. and uh, so yeah. Now we're it's still looking good to... for the next thing to tap. <laughs> next thing, yeah, yeah. Get the yeah. Then what's the next thing? Yep. Yeah. Well, are you planning anything to bring for Abbey Road this year? I am. I am. I am. I'm I'm, going to be big headed about this and I Mm -hmm. am going to on for my shows. I'm going to celebrate my 20 years with Abbey Road on the River at each of my shows. And I'm going to do the songs that I've been known for throughout the years. Awesome. You know, goodbye, George. If I I needed someone, here comes any road. Yes. And uh and tell maybe tell some stories in between, you know, mm-hmm. that people are interested. Yeah, so that's that's that's, that's my that's my plan. That's Lots my of slide plan. guitar. I don't play out. Too. Well, I might uh, if if I get brave. I'm toying with the idea of bringing tracks with me. Ah, okay. You know, and and being my own band, yeah. which is what I do here at home now. I'm my own band. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I'll do that or not. That scares me. I probably want to play chicken out. <laughs> yeah or form your own i've got a looper i don't know how to work it (laughs) but that's that's my is do that just have fun just have a real good time that sounds awesome yeah you should definitely celebrate your 20 years being at abbey road on the river that's such an accomplishment yeah yeah it's it's a Mm -hmm. it's a milestone for me and uh i'm i've met so many great people Mm -hmm. too many to name because i'd leave people out you know yeah so uh it's hard to know. And and uh, last year, the uh, all things must pass for me. That was like that was the top of my mountain right mm-hmm. there for all the years. So I'm I'm ready to be nice. Just kind of here I am now quietly. <laughs> Coast down the hill. Come see yeah. me. Yeah, come <laughs> see me. Come see me. And yeah. if you want to hear something, I'll do it for you. I always do requests. Oh, good. Cool. So people. Yeah, can always come do requests. requests. Long yeah. as it's not a rainstorm for four hours in a tent with no PA. <laughs> well, we're hoping there's no rainstorms. <laughs> I, I did that in 2019. It, it was the best show I've ever done there. <laughs> really? In the, in yeah, the tent it was, while it was raining? It was pouring down rain, and I just left the stage and walked among everybody who was sitting there, and everyone was singing along, and oh, yeah. it was great. <laughs> yeah. uh, Star Clubbers joined me. Yeah. People bought us uh, 
adult beverages. It was, mm -hmm. <laughs> but after I think about four hours, I, I, I turned it over to the star, the, the young kids. <laughs> I said, grandpa's got to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know how to have fun. Even if it does yeah. rain, we still. Well, there will be, there will be no rain. That was the, the one no and rain. only time. That was the one and only time ever. <laughs> Well, we still had a good time while it was raining, but. Yeah. Oh yeah, we sure did. That was so much fun. That's awesome. Well, great. Well, people will get to see you in May doing your, your shows, telling stories from all your years. Yeah. Coming to Abbey Road and people can request songs and I'm excited. This sounds, that sounds great. They, and, and, uh, and if people want to come up and sing with me, you know. Yeah. It's how I've always been. Yeah, I'm open. I love to play with people, you know, so someone feel come on up, come on up, sing one. That's sing awesome. One. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Very sing collaborative. Then get off. Then get off. <laughs> <laughs> this is my uh, show. No, I'm, kid I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, you're very welcoming. That's that's amazing. Yes. yes. Well, thanks for joining me today and for talking about George a little bit with us. And this, oh, my, this was very cool pleasure. to hear your take on George and I never would have known that about his slide guitar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's they, they just stuck it on his fingers said you're you're playing slide. The the other part of that story is that uh the tour bus pulled up in front of George's house. Yeah. And Eric Eric said get your guitar uh, and come on and he said what do you mean? He <laughs> said we're going on tour. And George says, I can't go on tour. He goes, grab your guitar. And he got on the bus and off they went to Copenhagen and Holland and Denmark. <laughs> what? Wow. <laughs> That's rock and roll right there for you. That's rock and roll right there, <laughs> right there. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, cool. Well, thanks for- well, I've had a fabulous time. Thanks for having me. And, yeah, uh, no, this is great. And, and, you know, thank you and Gary for keeping this thing going, keeping the spirit of it alive, because it means so much to so many people. Mm. You know, I, I know it does. I, people tell me and I see it in their faces. And uh, yeah, when I'm asked by people who don't come to Abbey Road on the River, what is it you love most? I love looking out and seeing the little ones singing the words along with us mm -hmm. to the folks on their walkers. You know, yeah. everybody knows this music and it brings everybody together. That is what I love about Abbey Road on the River. Yeah. Yes, I concur <laughs> wholeheartedly. That is great to see just the joy that the music brings to people yeah. and when they dance and lose their minds or when they're singing along. Yeah. That's what we need more of. Yes, we do. Peace and love. Peace and love. Thanks for tuning in to Something Will Happen. Remember that Abbey Road on the River is happening May 26th to 30th, 2022 in Jeffersonville, Indiana. To start making your plans, head over to AROTR.com. There you can see the full lineup of bands that are coming, check out shows we're planning, book your hotels, and grab your tickets while you're there. Head over to AROTR.com slash podcast and enter your email to get $5 of Beetle Bucks to use at the festival for food, drinks, and our exclusive festival merchandise. 
For the most up-to-date information, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. We'll see you in May. Something will happen.